Hey girlfriend, welcome to Journey to Limitless podcast. Together on this show, we are on a mission to build belief in ourselves and live a life of freedom despite what tries to hold us back. I'm your host, Court, an empowerment coach, travel enthusiast, and a chronic illness warrior who over the last seven years has built a life that I am so obsessed with and proud of, but it definitely has not come easy. So on the show, we're going to keep it real as we talk about adapting positive mindsets through hardship, taking action towards our dreams, and finding peace and freedom from hustle culture and chronic stress. Are you with me? Let's get going on your own journey to limitless. Hello, friend. Welcome back to Journey to Limitless. Thank you so much for being here for this episode. Whether you are new and just stumbled upon this podcast, uh, I'm so grateful for that. I feel like that's meant to be. Uh, or if you've been here before and you're coming back for more podcast episodes, thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy that the podcast is impactful for you and you keep coming back. It means a lot to me. Uh, so today's episode, we are going to be diving into inner child healing. Now, I first just want to start off with a disclaimer. I am not a certified therapist. I am not putting out this podcast episode as a replacement for therapy. I am not a certified breathwork breathwork facilitator. I am just somebody like you who is on a journey of healing ourselves and becoming the women that we want to be. And I just really want to talk about my experience with beginning and getting deep into this work because truly... It's become very profound for me, and I've just noticed how important this really is for in order for me to become the woman that I want to be, right? So again, I'm not a therapist, and I'm not putting out this podcast episode as a replacement for therapy. I am just telling you what has been impactful for me, some of the things that have helped me get into this, uh, and um, yeah, I just want to just give you like a really, really raw perspective. Um, So right now I am drinking a cup of chai, imagining you drinking a cup of chai with me. And I'm just talking to you like I have been talking about this with some of my friends. Um, You know, I want to make this episode like very easygoing because I know inner child healing can bring up a lot of different emotions. And um, sometimes it can just feel like the monster in the closet, right? Like we don't want to go there. Uh, I really want to make this more approachable because I was definitely somebody that avoided it for so freaking long or I was in denial that I needed to do this work, right? I've always been somebody who I can turn things into positives naturally. Um, So like my perspective on inner child healing, if somebody, if I would be talking about something that happened as a child, my initial reaction would be, but I'm so grateful for it because it's made me who I am today. Like it, it taught me resiliency and I'm so grateful for that. But that child who did experience a specific event or, you know, a specific emotion deserves to heal because when we are five, six, seven years old, at the time, that little child isn't thinking about how we're going to build resiliency. That doesn't come across our minds as a five, six, seven year old. We're thinking about how hard this situation is. We're thinking about how sad we are. We're thinking about how mad we are. Uh, we're thinking about how we don't feel seen. We're thinking, you know, we're you know we're 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 getting hit with the trauma, right? Even if it does help us build resiliency, that little child deserves to heal, and that's something that has been becoming super aware for me over the last few weeks since I've been in a women's circle. We hold trauma in our body. Even if we do have an awesome mindset about it, our body is still holding onto that. And that little child 
was affected whether we realize it or not. And it shows up in our day-to-day life. It shows up in our patterns. It shows up in the way that we react to things. It shows up in the way um, that we feel about certain people. Uh, It shows up a lot, whether we recognize it or not. Um, So for example, a few years ago, uh, when I first started working with my therapist back in 2019, one of the first few weeks that I worked with her, she asked me, she was like, so tell me about your childhood. And my initial reaction was, oh, it was so good. Like I have the best mom and dad, like they were super supportive and everything was great. Like I don't, and that was just kind of like dead end. Like that was all that I really could say. And she, she didn't poke and prod. She just kind of let it go. And over the last four years, almost four years of working together, we've slowly built up. Um, and I've slowly come to the realization that yes, I had a great childhood. I still think I had a great childhood, I still am like, oh, you know, I've learned a lot from my childhood, but there are certain things that happened in my childhood that have conditioned me to be the way that I am today. And this really came out, honestly, around the time of this latest ulcerative colitis flare up, because I've realized that I have freaking patterns. I have patterns of people pleasing. I have patterns of, um, like putting my worth in the amount of work that I can do. I have, those were like the two things that really came up in the ulcerative colitis flare up. But since being in this women's circle, I realized that I have uh, like seeked validation from other people in my life. I have put my value into, um, into the hands of other people. And that really has came through in the last month, which is freaking crazy. Um, So what I'm saying is I was so resistant to this too. At first, you know, surface level, just thinking about my childhood, it looked like it was great. But as I've, you know, noticed patterns and become more aware, I'm like, oh shit, why do I do this? Why, why am I, like when I get a nasty feeling in my mind, like, okay, like let's say, um, so I'll give you an example. When it came to like my ulcerative colitis flare up, when I could not work, uh, like the family that I was working with, I went to my therapist and I was like, I'm like, feel so uncomfortable right now. And I don't feel like, because I can't work. And she's like, why? I was like, because I kind of feel like I'm not worthy right now because I, I can't help people. I can't work. And that truly came from my childhood. And that's really just scratching the surface of everything else that has been coming um, to surface lately. Like being a part of this women's circle, like it's so much deeper than I thought that it was. And like I said, I've always been a very positive person, but at what point was I actually hurting myself because I was avoiding um, doing this work, right? What I've learned is that true strength is comes from being resilient, but at the same time, allowing yourself the space to heal, not just like putting a bandit on it and running with it, because that's going to keep coming up in our life. True healing. If we notice these patterns, the only way that they're going to change is if we go back to the root, go back and figure out where this came from. Why do we do things a certain way? Like, what is the root of that? What beliefs do we have that have led us to these patterns, right? Like I said, for me, I didn't feel worthy or I didn't feel seen as a child. So it comes out in these patterns that I have. It comes out in seeking validation. It comes out in people pleasing, comes out in putting my worth into the hands of other people. Do I want to do that for the rest of my life? No, I don't. And I, it's funny because years ago, back in like 2019, I was in this cycle and, and, um, 
I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to get out of it. I just thought that I, if I just put the effort into just stopping people pleasing, that it would just be better. But then there was that, um, deep rooted, like, I don't feel worthy right now. I was questioning myself. So we have to get to the root of where this all came from. And that's truly in inner child healing. Now, I just want to add in here real quick that, you know, when I was getting out of my ulcerative colitis flare up, I knew that this time around, I needed to focus on healing, not just the symptoms of my UC. Like, yes, I was so excited to get rid of, you know, not be flaring anymore, but I know that long lasting healing, true healing is going to be getting to the root and not just getting rid of the symptoms. And a lot of what I truly feel like, um, like why chronic illness happens. And I'm, I'm not a doctor. Please, you know, take everything that I say with a grain of salt. But my true feeling about chronic illness and what I've learned about chronic illness and the research that I've been reading about chronic illness is we're kind of conditioned to have chronic illnesses. Like chronic illnesses are on the rise, particularly in people who are very type A personality, people who are people pleasers, people who have perfectionist tendencies, people who are under lots of stress and anxiety. And a lot of that is deep rooted into how we feel like we need to be. We need to be a perfectionist. We need to be a people pleaser. We need to be under stress in order in order to feel worthy. Like we put so much pressure on ourselves and it comes from our inner child. It comes from our childhood. And like I said, take everything that I say with a grain of salt, but truly there's so much research coming out around chronic illness and why certain types of people are being diagnosed left and right with chronic illnesses. And a lot of it comes down to our habits and patterns and how like the amount of stress that we put on ourselves, right? So yeah, that was just a tangent that I just wanted to add in here is this has been a big realization, like I said, around the time of my chronic illness flare up because I just know in my gut, my messed up gut, that my healing needs to go deeper than just getting rid of the symptoms, right? We need to get to the root here so I can live my life differently. So hopefully I can prevent flare-ups, right? And I'm not saying that this is the answer. I just have an inkling. I have a, this is the, I'm feeling curious about trying this journey out and seeing how it affects me, right? Okay, so now I kind of just want to get into what has been really helpful with starting this work. Because like I said, I know that this can be really daunting and maybe you don't know where to start right? So the first thing that I think is really important when you're thinking about starting this work is finding support. Because like I said, this can bring up a lot of shit and it can be really heavy to manage. And I just don't advise people to dive deep into parts of themselves without support because I don't know what I would do without support on this journey. Um, You know, like I said, I've been seeing my therapist for the last four years, almost four years. um, And she started, you know, bringing awareness around this. But it was like a gradual, gradual journey to get me to this place. It's not something that I just dove into. There was a lot of resistance there, like I said. Um, And I had to kind of go through shit in order to realize that I needed to do this work. So it's very deep. And I just think having supportive people around that can um, offer guidance, offer um, perspectives for you, 
and just hold space for you as you process, right? This women's circle has been so profound because I'm not just doing this alone. I think that's what's different about being a part of this women's circle and doing this work versus therapy because I feel the support from the women because we're all on this journey together. And that's just so, so powerful. So maybe right now you're like, all right, I don't know where to start though. So whatever you feel called to do, some people do not feel called to therapy. Some people will feel called want to be surrounded by women so what I would do if I was in your shoes you know I would honestly just google women's circle or I would just start to have these conversations with people who may know of a women's circle right like maybe you have some friends who may know people I would just start to try to expand your network to bring this into your life I think if you put it out that you want this if you want a women's circle if you want to find women that are supportive um just trying to like expand outward and try to find it um, can be really, really helpful, but also searching for it. So yes, Google Women's Circle, you know, Women's Circle Baltimore, Women's Circle Austin, Texas, like wherever you are trying to find what you're looking for, right? But like I said, a great place to start with this is also therapy. You know, there's so many different online platforms for therapy. Um, You know, you can find a therapist on Psychology Today and, you know, there's different things that you can search in there. Like you can probably search in Psychology Today's search bar, like inner child healing, and you can find a therapist who specializes in this type of work. But like I said, I think bringing support in is definitely the first step in doing this. This is can feel like a very isolating journey and it can be very dark. I mean, it's shadow work, right? So definitely bringing in support to make it not as daunting, make it not as scary. Uh, That's definitely going to set you up for success. Okay. So the second part of healing our inner child is bringing awareness around our patterns and not just leaving it there like questioning where this is coming from, right? Because I have heard so many people, I feel like every single person has said that they have people-pleasing tendencies. Raise your hand if you have heard someone say that in their life. Now, I am just curious as to how many people truly know where that people-pleasing tendency came from. It came from your past, something in your childhood I'm guessing, I don't know you, so I'm not going to tell you what is, but I'm guessing that you were conditioned to be a people pleaser. You were conditioned to be a perfectionist. You were conditioned to have low self-esteem. Not just So the important thing about inner child healing is not just like accepting it as, as it is, right? Not just saying, oh, I'm that, I'm a people pleaser. You don't have to be. You can change that but you have to first understand where that's coming from. So it's going to take being super aware of your emotions, being super aware of the thoughts that come into your mind in certain situations. Um, that's really the first step. The first step is always awareness, but then taking a step, taking it a step further and questioning where is this coming from, right? So a great way to do this is, aside from like therapy and talking it out with somebody is honestly doing a lot of self-reflection through journaling. So, um, you know, there's so many different uh, journal prompts out there for uh, inner child healing. So I can find um, a great one that I have found on Pinterest and I'll post it in the show notes for you. Um, But journaling can be so impactful. So something that I have personally questioned in my journal is I notice that I have this people-pleasing tendency. Like, where is this coming from? Is there something in my childhood that I remember 
feeling like I needed to please, please, needed to please people in order to feel worthy or whatever comes up for you. Questioning it, not just like keeping it, accepting it as like an end all be all statement, right? You didn't come out the womb being a people pleaser. You did not come out the womb questioning your worth. It came from something. So start to question it. Where is it coming from, right? So that's so important. And one thing else that I also really want to say about how powerful this is, is inner child healing can help you have compassion for yourself. Because I don't know if you can relate to this, but so many times you get frustrated with yourself uh, because you don't feel confident. You feel frustrated with yourself because you're people pleasing. Inner child healing will help you have compassion for yourself and compassion for um, obviously your younger version for, you know, having that experience. But it truly you do. You start to build self-compassion because you're like, hey, I'm not a people pleaser because I like I have to unlearn it. Right. So being patient with yourself as you're unlearning it and not just I think when we when we have these conditioning statements, like we get so mad that we're people pleasers. Right. But no, when you have compassion because you can see that you were conditioned to be a people pleaser, you were conditioned to have perfectionist tendencies. You were conditioned to not believe in yourself. Um, It really, I would hope, can help you have self-compassion with yourself because I know I definitely have felt that in my journey is, um, yeah, just being more kind to myself. Now, the third thing that has been really impactful in this journey has been somatic breath work and somatic therapy, like really getting into my body and feeling. Now, again, this is not something that you want to do by yourself. Um, A lot can come up in breath work. You know, on my own journey, I've been, like I said, talking about inner child healing for a while with my therapist you know we've worked up to this but it took years right and the amount of realizations and um, revelations that I've had over the last few months of really diving deep into breath work I don't think I would have gotten to as fast if I just was solely relying on therapy therapy helped me bring awareness that yes I need to work focus on this and breath work has really allowed me to dive deeper into like the the shit that I didn't even realize I needed to heal from because we spend so much time in our heads right and in our stories and when we actually get out of our story and into our body we realize how much our body holds on to so when we somatic when we use somatic therapy we're allowing our body the space to release and reveal We, we can reveal what's really true for us and um like what we're holding on to right um like I said in the, I think I said this in the beginning, but this was said to me that every situation that has happened in our life, like lives inside of us. Um, and it's in, you know, that, that's why a lot of us, like, you know, we hunch over, we, we get, we have gut issues. Like it's all inside of our bodies, right? So somatic therapy gets you into your body so you can release and reveal what's true for you. So, I'm such a like advocate for this and I will continue to use this in my healing journey and I'm excited to see what keeps coming forward so I can continue on this journey. Um, but like I said, if you are interested in this, I really advise you not to do this by yourself. Um, I will, there's, you know, people who do online breathwork 
Um, and I can send you somebody like I was just at a retreat this past weekend and we did a virtual breathwork session. So there's people who do offer breathwork virtually. So even if you're in an area where you can't access, you feel like you can't access um, in-person breathwork, I can point you in the direction of some facilitators who are willing to do things online and virtually. Um, so let me know. But also, like I said, if you have a therapist currently and you're curious about breathwork, I would just talk with them about it first I'm not on here to give you like the permission slip not that you need a permission slip from me but you know what I'm saying like like check with your people first like check with yourself um check with you know your doctors like I just want to make sure this type of work is going to be safe for you I don't want to like get uh, sued for giving medical advice because I'm not a doctor you know so um yeah I just want to always keep that disclaimer in here because I'm not on here to act like this all can replace therapy and um so yeah, I just wanted to do this episode to give like a real life, real raw perspective on inner child healing and how myself as a beginner of doing this work is starting this work. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make it more approachable more approachable for you and less intimidating. You and I are on this journey together, so I'm always just going to keep it real on what's going on in my world um, in hopes to help you and yours. So a really quick recap for you. The first thing that I mentioned, uh, number one, was to find support on this journey because you need it. This isn't the type of work that you want to do by yourself because so much can come up for you that you don't even realize and you can relive a lot of things that maybe you've been pushing away for a reason. So I definitely am not advising that you do this work by yourself. So finding support through therapy, um, through women's circles, through, um, you know, even if you have a friend that you can confide in, just finding support in some way. Um, Definitely a very big advocate for therapy. If you've listened to many podcast episodes of Journey to Limitless before, I'm always talking about therapy. Therapy has been such an important place for me and really where this awareness really started. So um, you do what's best for you, but definitely find support before you dive into this work. The second thing is uh, to bring awareness around your patterns uh, through journaling. Journaling can be such a powerful tool to help you build awareness. And awareness is where everything starts. Awareness is where change can happen. So first you have to start becoming aware of how you feel in certain situations. Like if you have a nasty feeling or like an uncomfortable feeling, a sad feeling, an angry feeling, um, resentment, jealousy, like notice it. Don't judge yourself for it, but just notice it. Notice the thought, notice the feeling. Um, And then, you know, what? after you have that realization, you can come to your journal and be like, hey, this happened today. I was feeling really jealous around this person or um, I felt really uncomfortable in a situation. Why, where is this coming from? Like what in my past do I feel like could have um, impacted, like made this happen, right? Like why do I have this reaction, right? So Journaling can be a really impactful tool to help you go deeper with yourself in this. And there's so many different journal prompts that have helped with inner child healing. So I can, I'll post it in the show notes of one that's been helpful for me. And the final thing that I said was uh, how impactful somatic therapy has been for me. Um, For me, I do somatic therapy through somatic breath work. So it's a breathing pattern that allows me to like really get into my body and release, um, like the stress that I'm holding in my body. So um, like I said, this isn't something that you just wanna jump in and do by yourself. I started doing breath work um, at Archipelago. It's this club here in Denver. That's where I was introduced to breath work um, around this time last year. And 
you know, I was in community with other people who were doing this too. Um, so that was really, really helpful for me, but I understand you may not live in an area where that is accessible to you. So I will post, um, some online breathwork facilitators in the show notes, but once again, um, if you are seeing a therapist, I would just check with them first before diving deep into this yourself. Um, even with a breathwork breathwork facilitator, I would just you know consult with ther- a therapist if you feel like you need to um, before diving deeper into this because there's different levels of um, to this, right? And your therapist may not suggest this for you. So you just want to, you just have to do what feels right to you. Um, I don't know your story. I don't know your background. I'm not here to say that this is what you need to do, right? Sometimes it's not good for everybody. So, um, just checking in with yourself, checking in with the, you know, a therapist, if you have one. Um, and yeah, just, I just wanted to mention it because truly this journey has been like pushed along much faster and much deeper because of somatic breath work and therapy. So yes, I just wanted to do this episode, like I said, to just bring a real raw perspective as somebody who's a beginner at this myself. Um, I want to make it, I, you know, you're my friend. (laughs) So I just want to talk with you like we're friends and anything that I can share with you to possibly help you on your journey. I want to do that. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Uh, if it was definitely a screenshot you listening and tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I also always love getting messages when you tell me that you're listening to the podcast. Like I love looking at your profiles and seeing who you are. Um, so definitely connect with me if this was really helpful for you. So I hope that I'll talk to you in the next episode and I hope that you have a great week ahead of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to me that you're here and that you're taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you found this episode to be valuable to you, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends who you think could also really benefit from this message. You can take a screenshot of you listening and tag me in your Instagram stories. I am at journey to limitless underscore. That also gives me the chance to connect with you and say thank you. So until next week, I hope that you have an amazing week ahead of you and I'll talk to you then.